BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Here's my favorite rant for the day excerpted from our podcast, which you can find over at tomhartman.com. Greetings, my friends, patriots, lovers of democracy, truth, and justice, believers in peace, freedom, and the American way. Tom Hartman here with you. Oprah Winfrey. Really? Maybe. You know, there's, there's this, Oprah gave this incredible speech at the Golden Globes, and it really animated a whole lot of people, uh, including Ivanka Trump. I would submit to you, and, and there's this, this huge discussion going on in the, in the media, in the, you know, it's, it's happening on our, our Facebook, you know, page. Um, you know, we posted about an hour ago that we were going to discuss this topic and, and, uh, you know, some of the people who have commented, uh, you know, interesting things to say, uh, things like, uh, Beth writes, I think her greatest asset would be, she would she would really get the best people in place. Her consultants would actually be the, quote, best people. Her staff would be brilliant, and she would actually listen to them and act accordingly. She's a great diplomat and a thinker. The upside, right? Uh, Dave writes, Obama and Bernie had experience in government before they ran for president. They put in the work. How about someone who understands how government operates? That's the downside. Uh, David, David Huffman writes, Oprah's great. Let's leave her where she belongs in the entertainment industry. This whole mess started when we thought it was a good idea to elect an actor for president. Yeah, we did that in 1982, and, uh, or also, and it didn't work out so well. At least for America, it didn't work out so well. I mean, it worked out well for, for really rich people. But So would you like to see Oprah as the Democratic nominee in uh, two and a half years? For president, I, my take on this is that we have been, since somewhere in the middle of the George W. Bush administration, when things really started unraveling, when we, when we all realized that George Bush and Dick Cheney and basically the entire Republican Party had lied us into two wars, they, they lied us into the war in Afghanistan, and as much as they refused to take Mullah Omar's offer to arrest bin Laden and turn him over, and instead said, no, we want to bomb the crap out of your country, and people are still dying in Afghanistan. In fact, there was a big bomb explosion in Kabul yesterday. Fifteen people died. People are dying virtually every, probably every, literally every day in Afghanistan as a result of George W. Bush's decision to use war instead of international police mechanisms. Number one. And number two, you know, he lied to us about the war in Iraq. 
I mean, literally just completely made up that stuff about Saddam Hussein having weapons of mass destruction. Obviously, he had them at one point. Ronald Reagan sold them to him. But, you know, we had all these U.N. inspectors, Hans Blick, Scott Ritter, all these guys running all over the country for years and and coming back and saying there's absolutely nothing here. There's nothing here. So what happened, in, in my opinion, is that Americans facing the extraordinary level of lies that had come out of the Bush administration, not to mention another, you know, a massive tax cut for the super rich, which, you know, set up the crash of 2007, deregulation of the banking industry. I, I realize most of that happened in 99 and 2000. But, you know, the bottom line was that by the by the by the middle of the second term of the George W. Bush administration, most Americans, and I'd say including probably the majority of independents and certainly all the Democrats or the vast majority of Democrats, had come to the conclusion that, you know, this professional politician, George W. Bush and Dick Cheney, who had been in Congress for years and years and years, the professional vice president, uh, you know, was was a bad idea. Now, you know, George W. Bush didn't present himself as a professional politician. He, he liked to, you know, he bought that pig farm in Crawford, Texas and converted it into a, into a, uh, I don't know what you call it, a, you know, a show place uh, to, to, to uh, you know, because he always lived in a fancy, schmancy place in Dallas, I guess it was, or Houston. Um, but, you know, he, 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 he needed a prop, just like Reagan needed a prop when he was running for president. And, you know, he got it, he kept it. But, you know, we all figured out that we really needed somebody other than George W. Bush or one of his buddies running the country. And I think that Barack Obama in 2008 then ran essentially as the outsider. In fact, I would submit to you that that was the main reason that he beat Hillary Clinton in the primary and that he, you know, and, and, and that he, he won election twice, 2008 and 2012, um, because he was perceived as an outsider. He was, you know, hope and change, right? Change means you know, we're not doing what they've always been doing. So Oprah is an outsider, right? Would she be the person? Then you get the people who say, but wait a minute, she doesn't, you know, she's not a politician. She doesn't understand legislation, blah, blah, blah. Well, yes and no. I mean, she's never run for elective office to the best of my knowledge. She certainly never held it as far as I know. But she has been very involved in politics for, for you know, years, decades. She knows how politics works. She has lobbied politicians. She has participated in political campaigns. She did a great job campaigning for Barack Obama. And, and, uh, and I believe she was campaigning for Hillary Clinton as well. So, uh, you know, so there's that, right? I mean, you know, maybe she actually could, because I, I really think the country's still in this, we want an outsider moment. The thing that I'm not sure about, and I really don't know about, is Oprah's politics. Would she run and or govern? I mean, you know, if she's running as a Democrat, there are certain assumptions that you can make. But would it be more of a Hillary Clinton Democrat or a Bernie Sanders Democrat? Or let me put this in more general terms. Would it be more of an FDR Democrat 
or a, say, John Kennedy Democrat or a Barack Obama Democrat, for that matter. And if so, if she runs, could she pick up the independent voters? Or is the fact that she's a woman, which certainly hurt Hillary Clinton, you know, 53% of white women voted for Donald Trump. Is it, the, is it the fact that she's a woman or is the fact that she's African-American, you know, are, and you put those two things together, is, is that way too much of a double whammy? Or maybe not. Maybe America is just sick and tired of old white guys. And, you know, a lot of Americans are sitting around going, hmm, you know, we could do this. I mean, the old white guy thing, you know, sort of, you could argue, you know, the country has survived 230 some odd years of that. But has it really been optimal? I mean, the robber barons and the law and the and the, the wars and just everything that has gone on. So, you know, I think that you can build a case for Oprah. I think you can build a case against her. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of good Democratic politicians who are working their way up. Uh, Kamala Harris, uh, you know, was the what was she Secretary of State in California, as I recall. We, she was on this program a couple of times, and now is the senator from California. I mean, that's you know, so working her way up. She's African American. She's female. Uh, you know, her politics are uh, quote moderate, but I think that you know, she might do a great job. You've got. Uh, you know, coming out of the Progressive Caucus, a bunch of people. I, I doubt Mark Pocan is going to run this time around, but you never know. Um, a, a gay man. Uh, you don't, uh, you know. So what, what options are you seeing out there? Who would you like to see run for president on the Democratic side in, in 2020? Because we got to pick this person in the next six or eight months. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of them that have uh, that are starting to position themselves. Obviously, Bernie Sanders, Cory Booker, Kamala Harris. Uh, who's on your shortlist? Great show today. Uh, should Oprah Winfrey run for president? And what is the situation with millennials with regard to the new middle class? It looks pretty grim that that 36 years of Reaganomics has devastated an entire generation. Check it out. Also, you can see the entire three-hour program commercial-free with our or listen to it with our podcast over at TomHartman.com, and you can check out our free podcasts uh, over at iTunes.